The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Back to Tom and Bach. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Got to say happy birthday to a close personal friend of the family uh, and a big listener to this show, Bach. Sherry Kostanek, probably on the combine right about now, turned 66 today. Very cool. But she acts more like a six-year-old, if you, if you know Sherry. <laughs> uh, but happy birthday. We love her. Yeah. Uh, big fan of the show. Listens all the time. So uh, happy birthday to Sherry Kistanik. Uh Somebody agrees with me, finally. Rod says on the text line, if Wisconsin would have swept us, then we're probably number three. Yeah. Okay. That's fair if, I mean, But they went five sets. Yeah. So it's hard to with argue. With a team that has dominated Nebraska. I mean, that's as well as anybody has played. And by the way, I think Wisconsin had lost one set, and that was to Louisville the entire tournament up until they played Nebraska, and it goes five sets. And that's, I mean, that was cool. I mean, you mentioned it the other day. That was worthy of a championship game. That's like, a, you know, a classic because yeah. it, it went five sets. Yeah. Of course, the, the, uh, I guess you were holding your breath going into that set, and just I mean ESPN the the production value going into the the chess. Oh. Did you watch that the whole the chess setup? Yeah. It's all coming down to this yeah. fifth set, and it was so cool. And I was just ready for it. And then Nebraska falls behind seven nothing in the, third, in the yeah. fifth, fifth set. So that's yeah. the one thing that kind of holds it back from maybe being an all time great is that you didn't you know punch your way each you know punch each other all the way up to 15 and then one yeah. team won but um you know you can't ask for much more than five sets yeah. uh in in the championship game and the way that it was like rallies yeah. and, and diving to keep yeah. your team alive in the fourth set it was yeah. just cool yeah i think cook did say that maybe if he goes back and he would have changed anything about how he coached that game maybe in the fifth set you you, you change up your serving rotations but he actually liked them going into that fifth set but you know Wisconsin's just great and they yeah. they started seven nothing so it was as you mentioned it, it kind of took a little shine off of that entire match but Nebraska came back uh it was after going down seven nothing it was 14 to 12 so Nebraska even fought their way back after that um they just couldn't pull it off Wisconsin's really good uh with six super seniors and Nebraska's so young as we know with six freshmen three who play a lot um Let's see. I, I did want to talk about this. Uh, Tom Chattel did a big column um, today. It's not not any bigger size, really, but I just thought it was a very interesting column uh, with John Cook. He had a sit down, and John Cook, who is now sixty five, of course, has just lost Tyler Hildebrand, uh, Hildebrand, who's leaving for Long Beach State, his alma mater. He was a two time All American, I believe, there, uh, but now he is taking over as head coach. And we thought that Tyler Hildebrand was going to be the coach in waiting. That's kind of how it was put to us. I mean, one of the highest paid coaches in the entire Big Ten uh, was named assistant head coach. We thought that was the guy and maybe sooner than later that would replace John Cook. But John Cook uh, told Tom Chattel that you know, he's gotten so many emails about uh, this being the favorite Husker volleyball team for a lot of Husker fans this year. I think a lot of Husker fans, just if, if they were new to the sport, they gravitated to it this year. Because uh, this team was so fun to watch, and it was fun to see 
you know, the drama. There was drama. You had Lexi's son, a two-time All-American who was benched. Um, and you're starting this number one ranked freshman class, but you're also going against teams like Wisconsin who have six super seniors and four who are just studs. Uh, and one six nine, one six eight. It, there was a lot of theater, and you couldn't beat that team. And then slowly, uh, you kind of figured it out. Uh, and then you go and beat Texas in the Elite Eight on their home floor. There was just so much drama. The Final Four, you had uh, Pittsburgh winning the first game of that match, first set of that match, uh, and Nebraska bouncing back. And, and then you get to you know the third time being a charm, possibly, against Wisconsin, uh, and you win that first set. You can't win the second one. Uh, but then uh, you find you find a way to get it to the fifth set. There was just so much drama and a fun team to watch. But Cook uh, said, you know, he he knows that a lot of Husker fans have fallen in love with this team. He also says that it kind of re-energized him. And I wonder if that means that you know he's looking at this recruiting class, this past recruiting class, number one class, the one coming in, a top ranked class, and he's thinking, why would I leave this? You know, at one time. He, he admitted in this column that he applied for the athletic director spot. Um, and now he says he's glad he didn't get it. Um, I, didn't, I didn't realize he, he did. He applied for it? He, he applied and interviewed for it. Thank God he didn't get it. No, and that's what, exactly what he said. Yeah. Uh, he, he said, uh, because he obviously likes the hire of Trev Alberts, he says, which, thank God I didn't get it. The exact words... That you said, I'm so glad that Trev is our AD. I'm so impressed with him. He's going to get this place going uh, and not just in volleyball. And I think a lot of people feel that way. But John Cook, coaching till he's 70, seems like a real possibility now. Like he's energized to the point where maybe I could win. Well, I got to stick around for next year because it's in Omaha, right? Right. Uh, so that's one of the reasons he's excited. Uh, he's got a great class coming in. Matty Kubek's. Uh, sister is the number one ranked recruit in the entire country. Um, you know, and now you're talking about Kayla Caffey coming back. That's the word, according to maybe. I mean, I don't want to jinx it, but uh, she plans on being an elementary school principal at some point here. Uh, and so she might come back to school. I think she already has her master's. And then Nicklin Hames might come back um, because she wants to be a coach. So why wouldn't you be around John Cook Yeah, uh, one more year if you want to be a coach? Uh, and play. So uh, there's a real chance if those two come back, you're talking about a dynamite team. Um, yeah, that's really exciting. I, I, I It does kind of change my mindset learning that, that Cook applied for the AD position because I've always been kind of, I've, I've heard that, you know, the rumors out there yeah. or that, you know, it just kind of makes sense that, that, you know, he's a very successful coach. He could be an um, athletic director. Um, but I thought that that's all that was. Yeah. That, that, to hear that he was actually interested in it, maybe makes me kind of think that maybe he yeah. is, you know, kind of looking for a, a, an exit at some yeah. point uh, here in yeah. the next couple of years. Yep. He said uh, six months ago he interviewed for the AD job, which, thank God, I didn't get it. I'm so glad that Trev is our AD. I'm so impressed with him, is what he says. Uh, you know, I think now he can, you know, add another title. That would be incredible if he could get to five. Uh, Nebraska has five overall. Cook has four. Uh, but that would be incredible if he could. It would be hard for me if I'm if if I'm that close. I think to not walk away if you win in Omaha, right? Um, yeah, I, I guess it just depends on what you're. If it's I mean, hard to know unless some, it's his mindset. Guy, but. That guy's supremely confident. If they yeah. walk away with the championship in the Final Four next year, 
I'm not sure he's going to go Mike Krzyzewski. Of course, Krzyzewski's almost 80, or it was his mid-70s. Uh, so that's a lot That's a lot different discussion. Um, but if he wins it next year, it's what he expected to do. That's how those guys think. And yeah. then they're probably thinking, well, maybe one more. Yeah. Well, why, why? And, you know, it's great to end on a championship, but, you know, if there's another one out there, maybe get, get one yeah. more. So um, I just thought it was a really interesting read, uh, John Cook talking about whether or not, you know, um, the Caffey will come back for one and Nicklin Hames the other, but just the the whole dynamic. Uh, and I, maybe it explains the reason why Tyler Hillebrand left. Like Tyler Hillebrand was, you know, a coach here for a couple of years, then left uh, for the Olympic team. Of course, uh, coached the beach volleyball team to a gold medal. I think it was a gold medal in the Olympics. Um, and then came, he came back to Nebraska uh, he was already here when he coached the uh, uh, the Olympic team, but I came back to Nebraska uh, because I think they promised him to be the coach in waiting, like the assistant head coach. He had that title, and now maybe talking to Cook, who's re-energized, he thought, well, maybe this would be a good time to go back to Long Beach State. I'm just putting two and two together. It doesn't necessarily have to be the way it went down. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a possibility. I mean. <laughs> No matter what, the program is just set up so well um, because you have whether it's it's a guy or a, a gal off the bench or it's somebody out there mm-hmm. coaching. Um, you mentioned Danny Busman Kelly and her her contract is basically if Nebraska comes calling, let me go, um, and that might change after now she's national coach of the year and had a, had a team that was yeah. number one seed going into the tournament too. You know, you never know how people's hearts shift yeah. or you know kind of what mm-hmm. what's what's going on there, but it just seems so set up so well that. It, it, yeah. when he does have to retire they're going to get the top-notch coach in the nation and then the thing will continue to run because nebraska fans are the most uh you know the the best attendance Uh. just this is a a volleyball crazed kind of centric um place for and and people have called it a volleyball school and for a while you you can use that during Mm -hmm. you know football season i saw other students making fun of nebraska Uh. called a volleyball school it's time to embrace it it's definitely a volleyball school it's the volleyball school uh and it's and and it's just set up uh, to do so well here in the future um whether it's the recruiting classes or the coaches in place that might have to replace John Cook at some point, or hopefully, like I said all along, don't push Tom Osborne out. John Cook is the Tom Osborne of of, of volleyball. Just let him go. If he wants to coach till he's 85, let him coach till he's 85. Absolutely. I mean, he seems uh, relatively healthy. Yeah. Uh, It doesn't doesn't seem to have a whole lot of, like, anxiety or stress. Sometimes that's hard to read, but it's at least as far as his emotions. and He's a perfectionist. Don't get me wrong. He's a big-time perfectionist. I don't think... Uh, during his tenure, he's always been an easy guy to play for. Um, some girls just thought he was so demanding, which, you know, of course, yeah. uh, most great coaches are. The Nick Sabans of the world are, and I'd put him in that category. Um, but he has also tried to reinvent himself over the years. Uh, he's written motivational-type books. He reads them all the time. I mean, he's the first one to a John Wooden type of book. He wants to know what makes other coaches tick, what makes programs successful. He studies that a lot. And I think he would tell you that this is probably his best coaching job after all these years at the age of 65. And maybe that's one of the reasons he's thinking, you know what, if this is my best work at the age of 65, who says I can't be better than that at 70 or 75? Uh, I like it when people don't put limitations on themselves. Yeah. And he's the ultimate overachiever. Uh, 
He's a guy that wanted to be a football coach who played college basketball, who knew nothing about volleyball when he started coaching it. He had to study the uh, – he basically knew the motivational part and thought he could be a great coach, but he had to teach himself the game of volleyball. It's really cr- kind of an incredible story how he became the number one coach in all of college volleyball. I don't think it's even disputable. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about his coaching tree, not just Danny Busboom, but Craig Skinner at Kentucky who won the national title last year. They're, uh, they're scattered everywhere, coaches uh, from the John Cook tree. This guy is truly he's – like he's like a Mike Krzyzewski. Yeah. With guys just, you know, branching out. And, and I think it's kind of cool. Um, Tom Osborne never had that tree mostly because he was so loyal. Guys just wouldn't leave. Well, it is hard to find a comparison because – You'd have to go back to like who who does have that tree that goes on to win championships uh, and be uh, number one seeds and uh, stuff like that. That's tough. Even Coach K's um, disciples for the longest time it was hard. You know, you had this guy that was going to be next or that guy was going to be next, um, and they go off and they don't they don't live yeah. up to the Duke standards. No, so, they, they never do. Yeah, so it's hard to find a, um, a, a comparison that um, really is quite fitting for John Cook. Yeah, I mean, actually, yeah, you're right. That's a Bobby Knight tree, really. Yeah, I mean, that's. Uh, that's where Mike Shashevsky came from, the Bobby Knight tree. Um, Cook has a better tree. He's, he's planted it, he's watered it, and it's grown, and it's beautiful. In and the now backyard. it's competing with him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, by the way, Eric says Megan uh, or Maggie uh, Mangelson is the number one recruit of 2023 and has graduated early and will be here next year. Uh, yeah, they're going to be loaded. I, I, if you're. Which always makes me think, and I brought this up to Jay Foreman last night. It's like being a Jay Foreman at a high school. You're a stud. Uh, you could have gone to Miami. You chose Nebraska. But you're not going to play. You're not going to play as a freshman. You may not play as a redshirt freshman. You may not play as a sophomore. You may finally make it to the two deep by the time you're a junior. But Maybe. I, or you come in and take an All-Americans job. Or that. Uh, that could happen as well. But if you do it, you're going to have to take an All-Americans job. Right. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to take you know, Grant Wistrom's job at that time or Michael Rucker's job or yeah. one of the Peter brothers. You're going to have to take Terrell Farley's job, which sounds in your head ludicrous. That's just not going to happen. Uh, it did happen with this, as you mentioned, Lexi's son, it's crazy to say it out loud, was benched. Um, and I admire her so much for the way she was a great teammate this year. I think that's one of the, the things I most admired about this team is they truly care about each other. And you just don't see that a lot. Um, it's always great to say, yeah, I'm, I'm always cheering for my guys, and I know I don't get much playing time, but I'm the first one up cheering uh, when they make a great play or when they need a boost or, or an encouraging word. I'm the first one there for them. Not all teams pull it off. This team did. Yeah, I mean, especially in just the, the, the modern culture, which I, I think it's kind of funny. People, you know, from – uh, from you know the old days would be frustrated. It's not. It's not we. It's you know. There's no I in team or whatever. But yeah. to me, I kind of understand it. You get your one shot. Yeah. Um, and you know, so you got to kind of be selfish. You learn in life. You got to yeah. kind of be selfish yeah. if you want to get you know get yeah. somewhere. Um, but uh, you know, it, it it's really cool to see that that. I mean, because just in in most cases, that person might transfer, or, you know, quit the team or something. Yeah. Um, but like you said, she's usually the first off the bench to celebrate. Yeah. It's it was a great story and runner up yeah maybe it sets up an even better story for 2022 when you, things culminate in Omaha 
Um, you know, you couldn't climb the mountain because Wisconsin had all that talent. But, you know, you, you won in 2017 and then again in 2022. I felt like they were going to do it uh, this year. But it, it's the best thing for Husker Nation. I mean, it's the best thing that's happened in Husker Nation uh, for a long time, that volleyball team. And the news could get better uh, if they add Caffey and Hames. And it sounds like there's a chance of that happening. Name, image, and likeness might be part of the reason. Oh, yeah. Uh, they can come back, work on their uh, – doctorate if they want to do that or wherever they are headed uh, within the framework of their education and then make some money on top of that. Who knows uh, what they're worth? I I bet they'll find out, though. I bet they'll find out they're worth uh, a lot. Yeah, I think it added a little bit more with that run there. Yeah, I think it definitely – yeah, <laughs> that, that's a paycheck. Yeah. That, that's a paycheck that they – you know, they, they gained Twitter followers. They gained money. Uh, that's the new currency, right? Uh, social media uh, because that's uh, what companies will rely on spending with them i mean yeah. you got a social media presence uh thank you uh here's a big check uh for whatever it might be let's get to break uh come back with rico and the blog jug we'll do it next you're listening to tom and bach watch live on facebook youtube or twitch everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.